Okay, guys, welcome to uh, uh, another RB podcast. Um, obviously, it's it's the Euros, so we're going to do a special uh, a special episode on England. Um, we're currently obviously two games in at the group stages, so we've won one, we've drawn one, and we've still got one game to go. So uh, we think it's a perfect time to have a bit of a chat and just work out where England are at. Obviously, I've got the main man, Ryan, here. Ryan, you all right? Hi, Kieran. Yeah, not too bad. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Yeah, good point, actually. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Um, are you ready to crack on and have a chat about where we think England are at? Yeah, I think so. Let's, let's do an England special podcast, you know, um, taking it away from the RB so Lewis a little bit and going off topic. But yeah, I think uh, it is a big talking point at the moment, isn't it? It is the big national debate, um, you know the England team. So let's, yeah, let's crack on. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a weird point where we're at really. I mean, had, had we said prior to the start of the tournament, if I'd have asked you, mate, after two games, would you be happy with four points? What would you have said? I think, yeah, expecting maybe a draw against Croatia and a win against Scotland, four points, probably in the same, yeah, the same situation. But so if you, you know, look at it, from it, it, it feels different mm. because we've only scored one goal. Um, and, the last performance was probably one of the worst I've seen in the tournament mm-hmm. so far. Um, so yeah, it, it does feel a bit. It feels a little bit glass half empty rather than glass half full. That's that's probably a good way to describe it. Actually, I think tournament football is 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 just different, isn't it? It's different to whatever we see week in week out in the champ, uh, in the Premier League and stuff like that. But I get exactly what you're saying. That the, the performance we had. Um, on Friday against Scotland probably wasn't anywhere near as expected considering the game that we had against Croatia but let's let's probably let's start with the Croatia game obviously a 1-0 win um, I think a lot of people weren't happy with the the um, selection that Southgate picked for the starting 11 but in hindsight because we ended up picking up the win it kind of looked like it had, looked like it had worked but what were your thoughts on the game um i think i think there's been an overreaction to how well we played because when you actually break the game down and you were you were there Kieran you were actually at the stadium yeah I actually I actually don't think we played very well apart from the first 10-15 minutes mm-hmm. um I think I think we managed the game well managed the conditions quite well it wasn't a pretty game of football there wasn't any free-flowing attacks that kind of got you off your seat I, I think you know but we got the job done I think we scored at the right time. I think Sterling scored at the right time because I think Grealish was going to come on and take his place. Um, and you know it was a good fin. It was a good finish, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's been an overreaction to how good that performance was because I, I don't think it was that great. And I, th- I think certain players have been built up from the back of that performance. You know, and and Phillips did well. Don't get me wrong; he's one of England's better players in the day, but he still wasn't outstanding. I've seen him have better game, games for Leeds. He made he, he made a good pass for the goal, you know. But I don't I don't think, you know, he warranted the praise he's he's had, and that's that's probably been a little bit harsh. You know, I, I don't think any England player really played at their their very best. What were your thoughts? I think certainly job done is the best way to describe it. Um, Southgate obviously set up with the two holding midfielders, which I'm sure all the fans, or 99% of the fans that you would have spoken to before the tournament, didn't want. Um, but like I said, in hindsight, you've ended up beating the team who finished second in the 2018 World Cup, who knocked us out. Um, and yeah, it is. It, it was a case of job done. Um, I think Croatia. I think Croatia were quite poor, weren't they? I think they've definitely been in decline. 
There's certainly since you, play, since, you, since you play them last, I've lost a few players, Rakitic yeah. and Zukic. Uh, I definitely felt they were in the decline and they didn't really offer England, well, didn't threaten England as much as I thought they would do. Yeah, they're certainly um, not the team that they Stones were. Stones and Mings, yeah, I thought, kept them out quite well, actually. I think that the biggest thing that surprised me, and, and you touched on it there a little bit, was that um, we just didn't create much and, and that's rolled forward into the Scotland game as well. I think we'll, we'll have a little bit of more in-depth conversation about the Scotland game in a minute, but even against Croatia, we just didn't create much. We don't. We didn't look like we scared Croatia um, at all. I think. I think we controlled the game. I think we looked comfortable in possession. Uh, I don't think we ever looked like losing, but it was just a case of was it going to finish nil-nil or were we going to find something that we could actually break the deadlock with? And obviously, it was a good pass from Phillips and, and a good finish from Sterling. But I can't really think other than than Foden hitting the post of when we actually created. Um, many clear-cut chances? No, no, I, I agree. Definitely Harry Kane didn't have many many clear-cut chances and a few pop shots from outside the outside the box and stuff. Um, but no, I think you're right. One, one thing that England haven't done the last two games is sustain attacks. You know, like a good team will probe and that they'll, they'll they'll have a chance and then they have a chance again and then they retain possession and they go again and it's like constant attacking ways. England just don't seem to have that. They don't have that ability to, to to create enough um and you know that that it's a massive debate on selection isn't it? I'm sure I'm sure we'll get to that. But no one could have predicted Southgate's team against Croatia. There's no, no not one person in the country would have picked Trippier at left back. You know, even though he was okay, solid and dependable. You know, it's not it's not what the it's not what the fans want. It's not what the fans expect. You know, and I think I think it probably threw a few of the players out as well. But you know, because if you're looking at if you're Luke Shaw and Ben Chilwell there, you, you, inside you must be fuming. Jack Grealish must be raging. Sancho didn't even make the squad. You know, there must there must be some you know talks going on within camp, and you know, uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's frustrating. I think I'm going to try and look at it from as as glass half half full as possible. So. I think, like you said, yes, it was strange. The the team selection looked um, different to what everybody expected. Um, and maybe we didn't look as creative as we probably could. But at the end of the day, we got the win, job done. And people were pretty happy at the end of it that, that we'd won a game. Um, I probably got close to getting very excited, which the whole nation does when England win a game and we start off. Because we've never won our first game at a Euros prior to this this tournament. So obviously everybody's going to get excited and then that builds up to the game that we've just had on Friday against Scotland. Um, what were your thoughts going into that? Obviously based on the fact that we'd won the game against Croatia, what were your thoughts going into that? Did you think it was going to be a pretty simple game? Or? I think, I, think I, I, I thought it was going to be blood and thunder and fast tempo and I thought England were going to dominate the ball and I, you know, I, I was so excited, so excited for the game. And then... Um, yeah, as, as, it, as it turns out, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't that exciting. I think there was a lot of effort and grit, determination, especially from Scotland. But England just showed no no quality on the ball. The, the, the lineup was a little bit more brave from Southgate. You know, Rhys James had a really good season. I'm excited to see him and Luke Shaw. You know, they they did okay. You know, they didn't get forward. You know, Hard, you know, not enough in my opinion. I sure did a few underlaps and did okay, but Reese James was, you know, seemed like he was really restricted. And you know, playing playing Rice and Phillips again, 
and not not starting Grealish. It, you know, I, I thought that game was going to be made for Grealish on on Friday just to start and say, look, go and be the best player on the pitch and 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 dominate. But you know, I think the game didn't turn out like that. Fair play to Scotland. I thought who were who played the better football. Gilmore in the midfield is exactly the player that we need, but he's Scottish. <laughs> um, and you know, fair play to Scotland, they created the better chances. They look more of a threat. Um, yeah disappointing I think it, it was a strange game I think like you've touched on there I think me and you actually had a conversation about this prior to the tournament starting is that you can see with teams like Scotland that they are a team you know they fight for each other and this isn't me saying that England don't do that but when the game is is of the magnitude that it was England versus Scotland Scotland had to win um, you can tell that they all of their players in that team they raised their game 10, 20% and they were at 120% of, of what they can produce. I reckon that is one of the best performances Scotland will have had for, for many years. Um, England just weren't in the same mindset is, is, is my opinion on it. It looked like it was a case of England knew they didn't have to win the game. Um, I felt like we again we never really looked like losing the game, but we just we just didn't really have any sort of pace or or probably like you urgency. said yeah urgency and and like you said about the Croatia game there was there was not a real period of sustained pressure, um, which I think if I'm being honest I think that is that is where England are going to struggle massively is that we've got the players to to create something but we're almost relying on them to do it a spur of the moment just completely out the blue instead of build an attack, build an attack, build an attack, and then eventually that, that chance will be created. I, I agree. and I, I watched um, Germany yesterday. I've watched France, um, even Spain last night, who I thought, you know, I'll completely dominate the ball and they can probe and they can pass, they can sustain attacks. They, they just lack probably what England have, you know, more goal scorers. But the, the better teams of this tournament, Italy, you know, Portugal, they, they, they've got, players that can sustain attacks but England's biggest problem at the moment is, is central midfield um, you know if you've got good attacking players like we have those players are reliant on them getting a good service and what be my service isn't just you know assists and it's putting them in good areas and, and with our midfield players at the moment Rice Phillips in particular they do lack that creativity to get forward players on the ball you know with with passes that break lines, disguise passes, playing off the front foot. You know, too many times our attacking players are starved of good possession in good areas because Declan Rice seems to think it's okay to play sideways and backwards. Same same with Phillips, apart from his assist against Croatia. Um, really, really, really frustrates me. Being a sentiment film south and you are as well, Kieran, that, you know, you see, you see them other passes that a Jorginho will play, or a Cruz will play, or a, you know, a Kante or a Pogba will play, and it just seem to be, you know, not not taking enough risk. And as soon as and Keane on their analysis on ITV nailed it on the head, you know, that they they were very critical of those two in midfield, and you know, we've got to listen to them. I think if if you try and break it down slightly, I think that obviously. Um, We've, we played with, with two holding midfielders and we've got obviously two centre-halves. There must be a, 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 a sort of tactic behind how Southgate's getting us to play. Surely the full-backs that he played the other night, walk, uh, sorry, um, James and Shaw, and the, the pace and the quality that you've got in the top four, there must be something that, look, we're going to try and create from wide areas or we're going to try and create with, you know, pacing behind or something. But it just didn't look like it kind of clicked either way did it we never had sustained possession but then we never had the the, the threat 
from the other from the fullback certainly or, or from sort of delivering crosses or anything like that. The thing that got me as well was that even the quality from the set pieces was really poor, which which, you know, if you're not having a good game, you can rely on sometimes hopefully getting a yeah. chance from a set piece and stuff like that. And that's kind of what let us down again, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think he's missed the trick not having Ward Prowse in the squad. You know, I think Ward Prowse is a better footballer than Declan Rice. You know, even Calvin Phillips as well, but with set piece delivery, you know, that, that's something that could have been a really good weapon for England. Um, but yeah, right, I, I don't see a pattern to our play. I don't, I don't see what the the intentions are. Is is it to play through? Is it to go around? Is it to go over? You know, I just think we've got the the dynamic of the team's wrong at the moment. Mm. You know, um, I think Foden out wide is completely wasted. I just read, I just read a really good article on Foden, and they're expecting him to kind of be a dribbler. He's not a dribbler. He's a he's a link player. You know, to, to get getting him inside into the midfield would make a huge difference to the England side. And then you can go with a more of an out and out winger out there with with a, with a Sancho or a, a Sterling Rashford type player. Um, we need to get more footballers in the middle of the pitch and people with a little bit more positivity. And I think you'll see a different England. But I, I think. Um, everyone's saying Southgate's playing it too safe and the fans don't want that you know as, as, as fans we want to be excited you know so why, why did he just go for it mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting it's an interesting idea that you say I think just while we're speaking I'm, tr- I'm trying to put myself one in, in the players shoes and like obviously I've never been involved in an international tournament but I've played to a level and and you know the players are desperate to succeed and the pressure that is on them is obviously huge that of the games England could end up playing are going to be at home. And you had the fact on on Friday, I I was listening to a few podcasts about it, saying that even at half-time when it was nil-nil, the fans booed the players off. Um, They booed them off at the end of the game. And like it's not easy. Without a doubt, it's not easy. There is a lot of pressure on the players' shoulders for the players that they are. Yes, they've got quality, but they still need to be able to do it on the pitch. And it isn't easy, is it? If you just try and put your players' head on for one second, can can you kind of sort of understand maybe where some of the players are at in their mindsets or I think cause it's a young squad you know and a lot of them it's their first tournament experience you know um, I get it but we've been saying this for ages in terms of we build up for a tournament we build up a squad when, when actually are we are we going to have a completed model this, this is my this is my issue every, every year it's how we're in transition or we're building we're building well you could say that every two or four years couldn't you when when do the players actually get to a stage where they are going to deliver? You know, yeah. we can't always be in transition. We can't always be building. You know, there has to come a a time when it's now. Yeah. You know, so what? You know, what's what's the what's the target here? Is the target to win the Euros? Have we got a team ready to win the Euros? It's looking like that we haven't at the moment. On paper, you might say we have, but we're actually missing. We're actually missing a few pieces of the jigsaw. If you compare us to the other teams that I've watched in the tournament. Yeah, you know, listen. It, it, I hope this is a turning point thing. The team they're going against. I hope, hopefully, we go on and do really well now. But do, do you think we're going to be more suited, Kieran, to playing against the better teams and actually let them have the ball and we counter? Our, I actually think we might. It's, it's when it's when teams drop off against us and we're expected to win. That's when I think there's a problem. Yeah, and I that's think... where Southgate needs to get the players on the pitch to play against the low block. Yeah, and you know, and then get the players on the pitch who are who are better at the counter attacking against the better teams. You know, but I still think you've got to be brave. You can still you can still play a Grealish and a Foden in central areas. You know, you can because they, they carry the ball, they look after the ball and they, they're good in the transition. So, 
oh, it, it, it's, you can tell I'm frustrated, but mm. I'm, I'm, I hope it's a turning point, man. I also, listen, I'm sure you're going to get onto it, but Harry Harry Kane needs to needs to start um start with a rocket up his bum, I think. Let's because, yeah. because, because he, he's 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 way off. Let, I don't know why. Let's touch on on Kane for a second. Um, again, I'm probably going to try and look at it from a player's perspective. He must be frustrated more than anything. Um, he he almost well, looks like he's trying to play in a 9 and a 10 position. So drop deep, but also be their goal scorer in the box, which he somehow seems to get away with when he plays for Tottenham. Um, it looks like he, he can do both. But then when it comes to England, it just doesn't look like it clicks for him. Um, being in those positions, he, he drops so deep to get on the ball that then we have no runners in behind and then... You know, when I was at the game on on Sunday against Croatia, there was times when when Kane was sort of linking up with fullbacks, and it was a chance to deliver the ball, um, and he was out looking like he was going to cross it. When realistically, he's one of the best goal scorers in the world. You need him in the box. So, yes, like like you said, it looks like he needs he needs sort of kicking into gear, but he must be frustrated at the same time. Yeah, but but then we we don't know his role within the team, the dynamic, what what the coach is telling him to do. You know, are, are they saying, well, sometimes come here and sometimes go there? Well, he, he need, he need, they need to tell him where he, where he needs to be. And they say to him, look, you're going to be our last line. Play off the shoulder. Get in the box from crosses. That's great. But if they're saying to him, well, you come short sometimes and go long sometimes, he's probably caught in between. And we don't really seem to have any central players running past him either. So, you know, but listen, that, that, that's tactical. That's a, that's a team dynamic thing. But still... He looks leggy. He look. He looks slow. Yeah. He, he like. My issue is with with him. He doesn't look sharp to go and receive it. He doesn't look sharp to go and finish. His pressing is really, really slow. You know, and I've I've seen Harry Kane press from the front. He does it really well. You know, but it just seems like he's he's half pressing. And you know, the, the top teams in the tournament so far. We watch Italy play against Wales today. They go and press and they sprint. And I don't see I don't see that from the England team. I don't know really know what the England team are trying to do with their with their pressing. Are they actually pressing high? Are they getting into a mid block or are they doing a low block? It seems like everyone's kind of making it up at the moment from the two games that I've witnessed anyway. And fair play to Southgate taking Kane off twice because that's brave. But we're not really replacing him with anyone. Mm. You know we haven't got we haven't got another Harry Kane. You can't bring Dominic Calvert Lewin. He's not going to light up a championship. Rashford's not really a striker. You know. What else have we got? Mm. I think it's interesting. It is interesting what you're saying, and it's always it's always a debate. Everyone will have their own opinion, won't they? Won't they? But I still think next game he's got to stick with Kane. And and look, who's to say next game we're able to go out there? We we, Kane gets a brace or he he scores one. You know, it could just take that for for a player to just completely switch into gear. Yeah, he is he is generally world class football, and I I rate him higher than anyone. But it just seems like he's isn't working for him at the moment, but hopefully that that turns around. Hopefully he gets a, a really scrappy goal and it kickstarts his tournament. It's the same with the same with a few of the players. But you know, um, Southgate needs to have a change up. I think he needs to have a play around with that midfield. You know, um, I'd personally, you know, not play Rice and just play Phillips on his own in there, or bring a Henderson in instead. You know, I'm not the greatest Henderson fan, but. You know, someone needs to just sit there and let two more creative attacking players play, whether it's Mount, Foden, Grealish, Bellingham. You know, we, we need to change that dynamic in there, you okay. know, and maybe maybe rotate the squad a, a touch more to keep everyone happy and everyone fresh. And hopefully, towards the back end of the tournament, hopefully we get through and um, we'll know our strongest team. Mm. I, I know, obviously, you've, you've started to talk about it there, but 
just try and put yourself in in Southgate's shoes for a second. I want you to imagine you're Gareth Southgate. You, you've you, you've played where he's played, and obviously he's a defender and stuff like that. First of all, obviously with with the Czech Republic game coming up on Tuesday, um, you know, are you going to look for a point and try and come second in the group? What's your mindset going to be? What sort of how are you going to try and approach that game? Do you think if you're Gareth Southgate? I think I think he has to go for the win because the the country's spirits and mood. I think we need to go and play really well against Czech Republic, you know, to lift to lift spirits back up and give the players a boost. I don't, I don't think you can go into it purposely going to lose or draw. I, I, I don't think that that's the way to do it. You know, we're going to win this tournament. We're going to be the best anyway. Um, even though the, being second in the group, you know, looks a bit more favourable. But no, I want to see the best games. I want to I want to see England do well. You know, and and yeah, go being Southgate. I think you'll. I think you I think you'll. Hopefully, go for the win. But we'll soon. We'll soon tell with his um with his squad selection and team selection, won't we? Hmm. What What about in between this period then? So obviously, it wasn't the best of performances from England. Um, but I think he said one of his quotes is, "If you can't win a game, don't lose it." Which we didn't against Scotland. In this period now, obviously you've been around, I've been around. What do you think the sort of what's he trying to do to the players? What will their mindsets be? How's he trying to sort of get them or keep them focused? Um, I, th- I think they'll, they'll, they'll stay professional and then they'll try and block out the noise, you know, and to shield the players away from the, the, the criticism which they've which they've they've deservedly had the last couple of days, you know. So I, th- I think. Um, Personally, I think they'll probably try to have had quite an upbeat couple of days in terms of lots of fun training sessions to get the players' spirits back up. I'm sure there's been a lot of one-to-one team meetings about style of play and dynamic of play, but it's all well and good doing it in a in a classroom, isn't it? And then team meetings, the players the players have to do it on a match day. They have to be a bit more bright. They have to be more dynamic, and then um, hopefully we see a different different England come Tuesday night. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, fingers crossed, obviously we can uh, have a positive performance on, on Tuesday and, and sort of go from there. I think it is worth mentioning again that tournament football is just completely different to, to any other type of football. Um, but that's why we enjoy it so much. I, I feel like, you know, Southgate tries to approach it from a point of view of, right, get out the group, that's your first objective, and then we go from there. Whereas, you know, the fans look at it as like, we just want to win every game. Um so there's always going to be difference of opinions between the people in, in the roles, i.e. the managers, the players, and then the fans watching. But I suppose nobody can ever be happy all the time, can they, mate? No, they can't. It, it, it is a tough job that the England management staff have, have got. Um, but I think as a country, we always, we always expect to win, don't we? We always want to win. And, you know, we just we just love that football's coming home saying... Um, you know, I just, I just hope it's true one day. No, I know there's exactly no what you there's, mean. there's no way we can live a life without England winning the tournament, surely not. I know what you mean. Well, hopefully, with, with any luck, this uh, 23 minutes of chatting about it has, has been able to get a little bit off your chest and now you're already starting to feel a bit more positive. Am I right in saying that or not? Yeah, I think so. Kieran, go on, tell me your England team. <sighs> Great question. Right. Um, for me, in the next game... Maybe I'm approaching. Pick, pick, Pickford's been really good, hasn't he? By yeah. the way, I think Pick Pickford's been brilliant so far, and I, and I think Stones and Mings, you know, they've defended really well. Stones, I've been really impressed with him. He's been less of a ball player this tournament, um, and he's been more of a a solid 
defender. So I've been really pleased with those those three. Yeah, I think the only question you'll have there with the back four is is when you get to the bigger the knockout games, is Maguire going to come back? If he is, then you play him on on Tuesday, surely, because he needs a game before the knockout games. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what are you going with them? I'd personally bring Kyle Walker back in, um, and I'd pr- I'd probably stick with Luke Shaw for another game. Um, names wise, you, you're killing me here. I'll probably, I'm probably I'm going to just say formation. I think I'd go one holding midfielder, um, two in front, and then three um, as a front as a front three. But it, putting names into that is is a lot harder said than done. But are you are you happy with one holder and two in front? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd go. I'd even go Bellingham holding. You know, Mountain Foden central midfield. Grealish off the left. Sancho deserves a shot on the right. Kane Kane up front. I've, I've seen that team you know flying around social media. You know, the back back four stays. Pretty much the same, in my opinion. Maybe Walker does come back in. I like to see Chilwell. I think Chilwell's actually a better footballer than Luke Shaw. Well, you know, um, I think he's he's a better technician. So yeah. I'd, I'd like I'd like to see him him have a go. But yeah, that definitely needs a little bit more. Um, needs freshening up a little bit. Hope hopefully Southgate's. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure Southgate's listened to the RB Coaching Podcast <laughs> podcast anyway, isn't he? I was going to say. Well, you've, everyone's heard it here first. The England team for the next match. Yes. Yes, but no, it's been it's been good chatting about it, mate. So obviously we'll get this out. Any any comments or anybody want to have an opinion, then please fire away when when Ryan puts this out on the socials. But we'll do another one, um, probably fingers crossed after when England beat um, Czech Republic. Um, looking forward to hopefully the next stage and maybe in a little bit more of a positive mindset. But cheers, Ryan. Cheers, Kieran. All right, we'll speak See to you soon. all soon. See you later. Bye bye.